When Love Kills, the Felicia Blakely story is more than just about a teen mom who becomes an exotic dancer and falls in love with the wrong man. We're going to have a conversation with Tasha Smith and Lil Mama. Stay tuned. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live. Conversations. Hey guys, we're here at Black Hollywood Live having a conversation with Tasha Smith and Little Mama. I am your host, Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And I am with these amazing ladies. How are you doing today? Hi. Good. And you, you can find great. me on Instagram and Twitter at Lil Mama. Mm-hmm. And I am Tasha for Real Smith, right? Yes, the number four. <laughs> That's <laughs> on Instagram, but on Twitter, I'm Tasha Smith for real. I, I don't know. Like, somebody stole the Instagram page. It's just too much going on. But same. if you oh, are on geez. those pages, follow, follow Tasha us. for Real Smith okay. and Lil Mama. Well, first, it's congratulations to Ms. Tosh Smith. This is your first directorial debut, and how does it feel? You know, I feel so grateful. (laughs) 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 I feel so blessed. No, I'm very grateful. I'm very blessed. You know, I directed a short film before, Mm -hmm. and so this is my feature. Title Boxed In, if you can look it up online and watch it. It's a great watch. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. But I feel very grateful that I got a chance to create a piece of art that hopefully will touch people's heart and change people's lives. And, you know, yeah. So what made you want to do this project? What, you know, spoke to you about it? Felicia Blakely. I, my heart went out to her. I'm, I'm from the urban community, and, you know, I grew up in the hood, honey. You know, I was at the strip club. I knew the pimps. I, you know, hung out in the streets, and I know that my life could have taken a different path. And uh, when I think about Felicia and the fact that she were influenced by the wrong people and, you know, she was very vulnerable and she ended up in jail in in prison for the rest of her life and i ended up here and by the grace of god you know i didn't make decisions that i would now be paying for for the rest of my life you know and i just that story it just talked to me because i i my heart goes out to the young felicias of the world i didn't i actually didn't know i found this out today that you used to be a stripper <laughs> I wasn't good, though. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't good, honey. I mean, I could barely spin on a pole. Okay. <laughs> I mean, literally, just walking around. No, really, okay? <laughs> if I didn't have big titties and a big booty, honey, I would not have made it, okay? And I definitely wouldn't have made it today. Actually, mm-hmm. I don't know why I feel like that should be false. I feel like you'd have been a great... Like, I'm not. I wasn't really you know, that good. She had so much personality that she. Was I made able to people get that laugh. Money. She yeah. made them laugh. I'm, trust me, I made them laugh more than I got them hot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Santa, because I was going to say something else. <laughs> well, if you could describe Felicia playing the role of Felicia in one yeah. word, how would you describe? Oh, naive. Her character. Um, good. Yeah. What made you want to be a part of this project? Because you said you never thought you were gonna you know, want to play an exotic dancer. Oh, yeah, man. I, I wanted to do it because it's a form of ministry. I knew that when I'm... I know for a fact that when I have conversations with my peers and for, with young people who are very... Um, I'm blessed to have this level of communication where I can speak to a two-year-old and get all the information I need about what's going on in their lives, seriously. I can communicate with anybody, especially young people and my peers. But one thing that I have noticed is that, it's fine, that 
when a young person or a peer feels like I can't relate to them, they shut down. Mm. A part of them shuts down like you just wouldn't understand. And then it's like, mm. wait, but but talk to me. What do you mean I just wouldn't understand? And it's like, well, you're living this life. You you yeah, you came from the ghetto, but but you're a celebrity, you're in Hollywood. People love you, people know you and you don't you don't have to deal with what I'm dealing with and and there's they they feel like there's this disconnect. And I feel like with uh but being an actor, I get to tell a story and, and show people that I do understand because the same pressures that young women are under when they're in these situations, um, being mentally uh, manipulated or, or physically abused, this, these were all the things that I actually encountered because it was a method acting. It wasn't just, oh, I'm saying lines to get a point across. No, I had to suffer, you know, mental abuse and, and physical abuse and have a paper towel thrown at me and have my face plucked and have someone attempt to smack uh. me and abuse me throughout throughout the film. And there were a lot of exhausting days, but I know that that was a sacrifice that I needed to make in order to help uh, deliver people afterwards. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Because yeah. I thought about something and I never got a chance to really ask because we were so deep in the scene. But that scene when you had to stand in the corner and uh, Lance's character threw that paper towel at the back of your head, like how did that make you feel? It made I already felt low when I was told to stand in the corner because that's something you tell a child to do, like when you're disciplining uh -huh. a child. And even to a child, that's a mean form of discipline to stand in a corner and just look at a corner. Um, so I felt really low. And even though I knew it was in the script and he was going to say it, it made me feel down. And then when that paper came to my head, when, the, when that thing hit my head, I was just like, you know, and he's like, stop crying. I really, I was hurt and I felt alone because you guys went into the other room to like watch the monitor. I felt alone. I felt hurt. I felt hopeless. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and 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 I know that just that little portion of what people deal with sometimes every day in a relationship where somebody's beating them up and tearing their self-esteem down. It was so hurtful that I, I would not be able to endure that for even a day. What I um, found amazing about this is because you you and your Felicia's character and Dino's character kept referring to themselves as Bonnie and Claude. And in my head, I'm thinking they died. Why would you want to be the next Bonnie and Clyde so you can end up just like them? I think that, um, and it's, it's interesting that you asked that because someone else asked um, about another character in the movie and how, you know, as he, th this guy said, as I grew up, you know, I've always wanted to be the villain that, you know, was in the movie. And I never really got the message of wanting to do better. I always wanted to be the villain. And, um, you know, Tasha gave him some advice and was just saying, you know, the way you can help by not being the villain or help young people not want to be the villain is by help by by giving them the answers, giving them the guidance that they actually need. Right. And that's why I'm so happy that Tasha's the director, that Tammy played my mom, Lance played uh, Dino and I played Felicia because we are all standing for uh, the greater good. You know, we all follow God. We, we all follow the Lord strongly. We walk in faith and not by sight. And by taking these roles and taking on the task of directing this movie, I'm sure it was like I said, it was a form of 
ministry, you know, for us to do it because we know we can help people come out of it. And when you think of the ignorant mindset, when you think of someone who wants to um, murder, steal or, you know, be a part of prostitution, I don't mean and I don't even mean to say want to, because sometimes people end up in, comp- in, com- in, in, in situations because of desperate measures. I need money to take care of my child. I need money so I can be on my feet so I can have a place to live. This is how we're going to do it. And you wind up coming up with this hustle. I think that the first thing you go to is someone that, you know, was brave enough in the most destructive way, was brave enough um, to to accomplish the thing that you're trying to accomplish in that moment. And when the love has that much fire as it had, it doesn't matter whether you die together because it's about riding together and dying together. When you're in that mindset, you're not thinking of it as, oh, well, they died. You're thinking of it as, whether we die, we're going to die anyway. Let's do it together. And I think that, you know, as actors, we had to take on that mindset and be true to it. Because if we judge the characters and say, well, this is not right. You know, these people die in the end anyway. We should be righteous and think about it from this standpoint. I think that we would have been just like a lot of other cheesy actors of today who just read lines and they're very like cardboard um type of figures and they're not putting any um, soul and emotion into the characters so I think that's why Dino and Felicia refer to Bonnie and Clyde because it is a risk that you take and it does show how passionate you are about each other to, to refer to someone to, to, to refer to a couple such as Bonnie and Clyde who does die in the end what I loved about watching it is such an intensity there is an intensity to watching this film and you captured it. Like, no matter, even when you're vulnerable, like, I felt there was an intensity. And I want to thank you so much. You did such an amazing job in capturing that moment. Thank you. Thank more than you. anything else. And there's so many themes. But one of the biggest things for me is that love does can make us blind, can make us stupid. And it's something your character said that I wrote down because I had to, and it was just amazing. Um, you said, he finds he can treat her any kind of way as long as he still acts like he wants her. She ain't going nowhere. Because it ain't about the love. She just doesn't want to be alone. And Sally, that's so true for so many women. They just don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. And for me watching it, it made me think, you need to love yourself. The One of the lessons I learned was you need to love yourself before you try to get into a relationship to love somebody else. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I also think that it's easier said than done. Because I had a father in my life who loved me, who treated me like a princess. When it was my birthday, I would receive necklaces and uh, bracelets and rings, earrings that I would lose all the damn time. But (laughs) nonetheless, he bought them. Um, Took me out to dinner, showed me how special I was. But the times when my brothers would... uh, find themselves having girlfriends and kind of going outside a lot because we spent most of our time together, my brothers and I. We, we Whether we was fighting or we was going to an event, playing manhunt, sitting on the stoop, chilling, talking. When the time came that they had these girlfriends, a part of me became lonely, you know, and I wanted a boyfriend. I wanted my own life because I felt like everybody else had theirs. And so now when you, when you think about someone like myself who had all of this attention from a father figure and then two older brothers and a brother right under me all the time, constantly in my in my face and in my circle and then now that they're gone for like days or weeks or months with these girls and I want that imagine the young woman who doesn't get any attention from a man who doesn't have a father in their life and now they come of age and there's this guy loving up on them like I love you I got your back you need something I'm gonna make sure you have it or and things like that it comes a time when now you know 
and and one of the ladies from the domestic violence center was saying, you know, the man doesn't walk into your life and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to love you for three months. And then after that, I'm going to start putting you down. And then six months later, I just might get a little physical with you and start smacking you up. No one says that. It just happens. So now imagine, <laughs> now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now imagine. No, that's real. They're not going to meet you and tell you yeah. I'm an asshole, yeah. you know, at the, you know what I mean? It's, it's about not to go down. Down. Right. Like, no. And so I feel like as a woman that needs that type of love, right. once a man that starts unfolding, which is why Tasha, me and Tasha had to talk about vulnerability and character. I needed to be vulnerable and I needed to, I needed to feel how it feels to be a woman who loves someone so much and feels like someone has protected me, not only just me, but my my daughter that came from another man who left me, abandoned me, hurt me, you know, destroyed a part of me and being able to love again. And now this man, my daughter's calling him daddy and, and he's protecting me. He's making me money. He's showing me a good time. The moment when he whether it's a headbutt or a smack or a push or a shove, I'm going to think that everything he's doing is out of love. Yeah. Let's talk about that headbutt, though, because I don't know why I wasn't expecting it. Because it was, like, such a still moment. And then right before it happened, I, like, kind of, like, moved away because I was like, I wasn't expecting you swayed. I swayed. That was intense. I, how are you feeling for that scene? I mean, that was so technical. <laughs> yeah, that scene was really technical. That was so and, technical. And I'll just say this really quickly before Tasha, Tasha speaks really quickly. <laughs> that wasn't even one, that wasn't even, and I just said this the other night to one of my friends, that was not the hardest scene to record. It was technical and it was like easy. Like we got it done so fast. But yeah. when it showed on that screen, I think that that was the <laughs> hardest part to watch. To watch. It's so true. I mean, it's so true. We were rushing that day. We didn't have a lot of time because, of course, we shot the movie in 12, 12 days. days. So, <laughs> you know, we had to move fast and get what we needed quickly. Okay. So. <laughs> I think that scene happened so fast that we all didn't know what happened. We right. just it was like, I hope I got it. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. yeah good. We worked with an amazing stunt coordinator yes, as well. Yes, Yeah. And Tasha was very adamant about me getting in there and making sure because, you know, we had to work as a team. Lance came in a few days after I already started recording. So what happened was Tammy made, Tammy, Tasha made sure I got in with the um, stunt coordinator. And, um, didn't we say after the movie aired you're gonna we're release. gonna yeah release yeah. just the your stunt work tape yeah. can we please like I'll let you post it first and okay. then I'm gonna post okay. it <laughs> honestly the whole Ugh. her rehearsal with the stunt coordinator why I'm crazy because I was watching it and then I was laughing because it was um, like it's funny though. <laughs> yeah. it's and then he's got these sound effects. I was like, oh my god, if we could capture what she just did in that rehearsal <laughs> on camera, that is gonna Don't be go. <laughs> it was hilarious. My father was do you like, still have it? I don't know. I think I think I, I do. got it. I'll send it oh to my you. God. If you don't. Oh my god, so funny. <laughs> Oh, um, that was a highlight for sure. <laughs> there's, there's so much I love about this film. Most of it is the realness. The, it's the, yeah. the realness you kept of this of her, her telling her story, mm-hmm. and in that sense, just I love the scene between uh, your character and Tammy's character playing the mom, and that last scene before you decided to you know go it was just like, I, I'm sorry I made you end up like me. Mm. Wasn't that sweet? Yeah, that was deep. It was so deep only because I like I have had similar. I wish my mom had said that to me, like because because you, you see things as when you're a kid you only see things in with I say kid glasses, and then as you get older, you evolve and you can say okay you can see both sides, 
but you wish like your mom like said i'm sorry at least yeah, that that true. much and that's great i'm glad you got that out of it because that's what i wanted people to feel that was my intention there i was like for anybody that needs to say i'm sorry and anyone that needs to hear it this i want this me. moment to be for them it was a great moment perfect and i, I wish lance was here only because i want to ask him the trolls that are going to come in on after Monday after they watch this film because <laughs> he did such a great job. Like, and that's how you know you did a good job. Yeah, I, I can't agree. wait. Me either. It's I, I can't wait because guys, this seriously, it's intense. But I felt so much for Felicia in this. Most because yeah. before before uh, before I didn't even know about Felicia Blake. Maybe because I'm just a little younger and I just didn't know. I didn't either. Yeah, some people don't know. Some people don't know. I think a lot of people in Atlanta and everybody like around that city knew because you know the news. That was a big story in the news. So we even we I ran into some people even in D.C. and like North Carolina, Virginia area who knew because it was like Atlanta and like anything right over there they knew what was going on because that was a big mm-hmm. story. And I, I felt bad. I feel bad for her because she was naive. She was impressionable. He saw that, you know, that one thing he could exploit. Love. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Love can be exploited. Like, in younger, what I, what I want young girls when they see this to realize, like, you can be a Felicia. Don't. Please. Yeah. Please. And uh, um, and on Lance's behalf, yeah. I just wanted to say that this is, this is the film that he's most excited about out of all the... Uh, the work that he's ever done in his career. He feels mm-hmm. like Tasha believed in him and gave him a platform to do something that he hasn't been able to do because people haven't been as special and as great as Tasha to be able to see something more in him outside of playing the nice guy and, and you know, you get hired to do one thing and then someone says, oh, that's great. I want you, I have an idea. But really, they don't have an idea. They just want you to come in and play the same guy they just saw you play. Exactly. And then, <laughs> they don't, you know. So when Tasha said, called him and said, I have an idea, this was really He's an so idea. So, <laughs> they didn't have an idea. They just want you to come in and play the same person they just saw you play. Right. And no, someone else just did that too. Which is a kind of problem, in, I would say, a little bit in Hollywood. They try to typecast. Yeah, basically. And we need. We, we, I, I love we're starting to break that mold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it. I had to try to break that mold for myself. No, but you're brave. Tasha's brave because okay. she hired people that she knew could handle it. And she hired, by hiring Lance, she hired someone that people could have easily been like, Tasha, what are you doing? Why are you hiring Lance Gross to play the villain? You know he's the nice guy. And maybe she did have to hear that. But, you know, her intuition and her faith and in and, and him and then God helped her to um, choose somebody that she truly believed in inside. No one kind of helped her figure that out. So that makes her a spe- very special person, I think. <laughs> and there's not too many special people in Hollywood. <laughs> that, is, that is real. That's some real talk. Let's be honest Thank about you, that. You're welcome. <laughs> I was going to ask, did you, like, did you handpick everybody for this film? Like, I just, you? I handpicked Lance. I handpicked Floyd Mayweather, Tiffany Black. Big Frida. Um, Big Frida, Walter Fauntleroy, Don Wallace. Most everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to tell you, the best thing for me in this movie seriously because it wouldn't have worked if we wouldn't have had this one right here to be able to really really portray Felicia Blakely in the vulnerable authentic way that she did she made her very relatable people understood her pain they empathize with her because of what she gave to this character you know so it's really I, I can't wait for people to see her work 
I'm telling you, like, it's because I even know, like, and she knows, too, I'm sure, because people think they have your number, you know, just like they think they have. They think they got my number. They think all I am is the chick that played Angela and all the Tyler Perry movies. You know what I mean? They yeah. think that's all I am. Which is right? a lie. I'm saying, but they do. They but think they, they have see. my number. Yeah. You know, people thought they had Lance's number, right? People thought they had her number. And even in talking about the movie to people, and I even said this when they were like, Little Mama um, is playing Felicia. I was like, Little Mama? Like, how did that happen? You know? Oh, my God. Like, I can't imagine anyone other than her playing this role and talking to friends and like, oh, yeah, little mama's playing Felicia Blakely. They like little mama, the lip gloss girl. Like, how she going to play that? I mean, people get confused because they think they got her number. They're like, she was good in TLC, but she was. She was right. Like, and that was the highest rating. Movie that like year. This. If you think she was good in TLC, she kills. I'm it. gonna say this, and I, I can say this because I I I know it to be true. It, that was nothing wow. compared to what she does in this movie. Like you, you do very like you from. What I found interesting is like it was a scene where, like you gonna manage, manage, and you like just beat that girl with that. Uh, remember? When we oh my god! That scene when we directed when I directed that scene yes. like. That scene was crazy because it was roaches crawling everywhere. Seriously? I mean, God, it was like roaches crawling everywhere. Even in that kitchen, like, I remember the art design people and props, they were in there, like, beating roaches in between Mm. the scenes off the wall. Please talk about another Uh, part. Talk about the scene. But the scene, (laughs) I wanted her her to feel animalistic. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted her... To she needed to prove to him in such a way that she like that she loved him and she was willing to go as far as she needed to go. I just wanted her to kind of turn into a monster, you know. She turned into to story. prove to him that she could manage. That was crazy, and she did. I was like, <laughs> kind of took a step back. I'm like, okay, I don't know. I feel. I don't know. I feel like you felt vindicated as Felicia in that moment after you like you came back. He's like, "Come over here, bring your sexy stuff over here." Right, and all that happened. Like she got rewarded. Right, you know that was for what being it was a about. She got rewarded because he clapped for. Remember? <laughs> yeah. <I> yeah. <laughs> um, before we head out, we're gonna play a trailer really quickly to show everybody what they have to look forward to on Monday. Okay. Love you. Ain't no man ever tell me that before. Someday he'll come along. What's your name, beautiful? The man I love. Baby, you one of the baddest chicks in the game. And he'll be big mm-hmm. and strong. The man I love. Somebody at the club say you be tricking girls. I don't make them do nothing they don't want to do. Let's make it happen. We'll be working together. Like Bonnie and Clyde. He'll look at me and smile. Take this. Please the Lord. And no making us get there and sleep. I'm dreaming. So we can just get there when it's Felicia, I love you. I love you too. Guys, that is When Love Kills coming on TV One Monday, August 28th. You have to tune in. And I want to just wish these ladies all the nominations and all the winnings you're going to deserve oh, because it is so amazing. Thank you. Thank Again, you. I am Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And ladies, 
I'm Thank Natia, you. Lil Mama Kirkland, and you can find me at Lil Mama. That's at L I L M A M A. And you can get me on Instagram at Tasha for Real Smith, and on Twitter Tasha Smith for Real. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Thank you. Watch it. Trust Bye. me. Bye. Thank you. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.